Keep it on 94.3 WSC for the straight talk you won't get from the Wonder Bra Media. Infrastructure challenges, economic policies, and energy policies. We help you connect the dots. Your midterm election headquarters is 94.3 WSC. It's your host, Kelly Golden. Here we are talking about the less than 5,000 votes that separated the Democrat winner from the Republican loser we're learning this morning in the first congressional race. And this has prompted all kinds of interesting calls, like yours, Michelle, who you're wondering, I had some issues yesterday at the polls. What if this happened to other people? What happened to you? Um, I was at St. George Polling Place and uh, over at the Senior Center, and I was casting my vote. And when I got to the very end to confirm my vote, it said that I had a portion that I had not made a selection. I was like, well, I'm sure I selected everything. Went back to my ballot. It said I had not chosen for the first congressional race. And I said, no, I chose Arrington clicked her name, went back to confirm my ballot, it said, no, you don't have a selection made. I did this four or five times, called over the lady. She would not help me. And it went through. I said, okay, well, I'm definitely not clicking Cunningham. So I clicked her name again and cast my ballot. And it still said I had not chosen one for the first congressional district. And I am concerned that my ballot went through with no selection, even though I clicked Arrington multiple times. Wow. And I'm wondering if there's a way that they can pull up polling places and see how many ballots were cast with no Republican without Arrington selected, because it seems like that's an issue. I, yeah, that's unbelievable. So, Michelle, that's the first we're hearing out of that about St. George and your specific polling location one more time. The Senior Center in St. George. What is going on out in St. George? You had the same issue with your ballot as one of our earlier callers? Well, my wife did. We were voting at Somerville High School in Somerville, and three times it kept saying that her ballot wasn't complete, and she'd go back through, and Katie Arrington, Joe Cunningham was blank. So she would recheck, and she'd vote to straight Republican. So she would recheck the Katie Arrington one, and like I said, she did it three times, and then finally she just cast the ballot. So she doesn't even know if she actually got her vote for Katie in. That's correct. And there's there's no, you know, you, if you get maybe you get a printout from the thing showing, showing how you voted, might be a way to solve that. I don't know. So now from St. George in uh, Michelle, we hear Craig you listening, and that was at Somerville High School, out to you, Don, east of the Cooper, with the same kind of irregularity where you tried to vote straight ticket Republican or not. Uh, but your your vote you don't think was counted for Katie. What happened? My husband and I, I went first thing in the morning over here at Philip Simmons Elementary School. My husband went just about right before they closed. Both of us experienced the very same thing that lady was talking about in terms of the ballot insisting that we had not made a selection. So we both individually kept going back. Now, we weren't even together. He told me, he came home and told me this. And I had experienced the very same thing. I will just say that we did both vote, not straight Republican, but we both absolutely voted for Katie. And the machine kept insisting that we did not make a selection. I went back five times. And again, your caller is correct. The the people there at the polling place kept saying, well, just go back and make sure they couldn't actually help us or, you know, kind of explain what was going on. So I cast my vote when crossed my fingers. I'm going to just talk to my neighbors today. And, you know, we have in our we live in the peninsula. Our Facebook thing is huge and everybody knows everyone's business. So I'm sure <laughs> I just wonder if I'm going to be hearing more of the same.
today. It's really frightening to me that we're hearing the same issue happening out in St. George in Dorchester yeah. County over at Somerville High School. And now you, Don, here you are Agreed. talking about Philip Simmons. We're off Clemens Ferry Road. Uh, we're Daniel Allen zip code, but they call it Charleston. So we're, you know, right between 526 and, and 17 on 41. And as these calls continue to come in, we're getting even sort of miscellaneous voting problems that are irregularities that I certainly can't uh, put my finger on, like Whitney uh, voting out in Lincoln High in McClellanville, saying that she tried to vote straight Republican ticket and it wouldn't let her. Um, what about you, Bob? I voted yesterday morning at the school at Cane Bay, and when I voted handicapped, they handed me a ballot that was already filled out. What? All Democrats. So what do you mean? Handed you a paper ballot? They handed me a paper ballot. I was voting handicapped from the car, and they hand you your ballot and a pencil, and my ballot had already been filled out. My word. What did you say? What did you do? I said, hey, there's something wrong here. And I got them to give me a fresh ballot that hadn't been marked. The only thing I did was invalidate the Democratic ballot because now it had two two selections of the first three because I got three and then I noticed that it had been filled out. Wow. Yeah, I would have ripped that one up. No, they can't count it. It's got double entries. They won't count that. So I hope not. They will count, I hope, mine that would have just one entry. So from Somerville over to Monk's Corner in Sandy, what was your voting issue? I was up on Highway 6, the elementary school, um, handed them my driver's license. Uh, They scanned it several times, told me I didn't exist. Um, luckily I had gone online and printed out my copy of my voter registration card because I couldn't find it and they had to enter the number in and finally they found me. Otherwise I would not have been able to vote. I didn't have my voter registration card and no one scanned my license. I didn't. Yeah, they they were scanning the back of the driver's licenses and apparently the scanner wasn't working properly or I really don't know what the situation was, but. Um, I was told, you know, they scanned it, they had someone else scan it, and if it wasn't for me having, going online and printing out a copy of my card, I would not have been able to vote. So as people continue to listen to these voting irregularities and issues, Edith, you have your own story to share here on 94.3 WSC. We moved from Berkeley County to Somerville in September. There's four of us, my husband and myself, and my two college-age sons. We all went to the DMV at different times. Uh, However, my two boys went at the same time. When they went there, they also registered to vote, to change their address, you know, and uh, for their license and then to register to vote. Their cards never came in the mail. I called. They said, oh, no, both the the guys had checked no for uh, registering to vote. And one of my sons was there, and they said, well, I know I did, and I'm sure my brother did. They called the DMV, and they said, oh, no, no, they they checked no. So I had to insist that the actual forms be pulled. When they were pulled, they were checked, both checked yes. And keep in mind, they went to the Dorchester DMV. They had different tellers on the same day. What are the chances of both of them? you know, having that issue. And wow. the other people did that Two happen Two different too. tellers. Wow. Yes. Yes. 
So I'm, I'm just concerned that that happened to other people. We stayed on top of it and got the cards in the mail uh, right before the election. However, how many other people did that happen to? Christine Varnado is the head of the Election Commission in Charleston County. I know there were unprecedented numbers of voters that turned out. Let's start there. Not bigger than 2016, mm-hmm. but it's uh, considerably bigger than 2014 mm-hmm. with the last midterm. Right. And uh, by almost a two to one, it seems like, if we're looking at some of the numbers coming in this morning. Yeah, so 54% uh, turned out uh, yesterday and wow. uh, 39% turnout in 2014. Wow. So, and, of course, we've had population growth right. add into that. Right. Well, so let's talk about that. Someone just asked, what is the number of votes in the first congressional race, at least in Charleston County? Can we say this morning um, that separated the candidates from a win, winner and loser category, I guess? Uh, in in the first congressional district? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have those numbers in front of me. Okay. So um, I would imagine because it's been such a late night, early morning, uh, we're shoring those up. But some are asking, uh, because of the things that continue to come in with the irregularities and problems, what is the percentage of votes that it would take in South Carolina to trigger, say, a recall vote? Do you know that answer? A recall vote? You mm-hmm. mean a recount? Right. Uh, we're not within the recount. That's within 1%. Got it. One percent. So um, how about we just. But, keep... but they're not. The, I mean, I know you've had some callers talking about irregularities, but they're really this. This is not a, a, a race where you're going to see a lot of issues with irregularities. OK, so um, let's talk about St. John's High. Um, a lot of people saying yeah. waiting over three hours in line, and that's not been the typical case across Charleston County. Most is about an hour. It seems to be on average, but over three. What happened at St. John's High? Um, well, you know, we are in a situation where we trained 800 poll workers mm-hmm. and about 600 showed up. Mm-hmm. So we were very low on poll workers. And so, you, you know, your uh, listeners should know um, that we need poll workers for every election. And we're, we're trying very hard to recruit them. And we'd love to have more. It, what- it, we can't operate efficiently without enough poll workers. And we need the people. We can't. There's not enough you know, regular employees to staff all the polling locations. We mm. could use a thousand. Wow, a thousand. So if that's the case, um, why why do you think the 200 didn't show up? Is it we need to pay poll workers more? Um, do we need more volunteers? Like, what's the answer there? I mean, the pay is is not great. I mean, I admit that. And, and um, you know, that's all a tax dollar issue that comes from the State Election Commission. We'd love to pay them more. Mm. Um, it's a long day. You've got to get there. Uh, you have a training, a two-hour training. And then you need to get there at six in the morning, and you're there until all the votes are are cast and the, and the polls closed up at the end of the day. So what, it was a very long day. Yeah. What time did the polls close over at St. John's? We know seven o'clock, but when did the last vote get uh, cast? Sure. Um, I believe it was around nine forty-five, ten. Oh 15. boy. Uh, and what are what are poll workers getting paid nowadays? Twelve bucks an hour. No, no, it's a total of, I believe, $160 for both the training and the day. Got it. In the end, it's more volunteer service. Mm-hmm. It really is. and it's But it's community service, and it's very important. Right. Obviously, we saw, we saw that yesterday in full effect. So uh, Whitney was voting. Christine Varnado is head of the Election Commission in Charleston County, voting in Lincoln High yesterday in McCullumville, and she said that they wouldn't let her vote Republican. Uh, have you heard uh, stories like that? No. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. No, I, I don't know how I don't know how that could happen. Okay. Well, um, there, no, you're not identifying yourself by party when you when you vote during a general election. I think what she was explaining to us yesterday was that uh, she kept hitting Republican and it would only let her vote Democrat. So what about in B? Well, did she Go call ahead. the poll manager over then? She did. And, okay. Yeah, well, I, and if, if there is, becomes an issue, if for some reason there is a machine issue, um, then there is the option of a paper ballot. Right. And the uh, Whitney voted... Um, well, I'm sorry. Over at Beast Ferry, there's a question out of the polling location there because I guess the computers went down. Uh, when they were being rebooted, um, one of our callers said that old Windows XP logo came up. So are we still using that old technology in Charleston County? I mean, I don't even think Microsoft even supports that anymore with any kind of patches. With um, Some laptops are certainly um, old, uh, but those would not be hooked up to the Internet. So that there's not going to be an issue with support that way. Christine Varnado is live on the line with us here from the head of the Election Commission in Charleston County. We're just talking about people who are reporting irregularities and problems. It's not just Christine Charleston County. It's across Berkeley and Dorchester, actually, this morning. And another one was out of uh, Hollywood. One one of our listeners said that he watched a poll worker telling people how to vote. Certainly, there's some kind of protocol to avoid any questions of impropriety. That should never happen. And if that, if that was happening, uh, we need to know who that person was. Now, if, there, if you're, you're talking about somebody who was assisting a voter casting a ballot, there are certain situations, um, for instance, a voter who can't read, um, who there is a protocol for assisting a voter who needs that type of assistance. But if someone is telling a voter how to, how to vote, uh, that's entirely inappropriate, and that person should be reported, and we will take care of that. Your midterm election headquarters is 94.3 WSC.